Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob. Seeing humor and hope. <laughs> you know, the microphone just... Having a problem with your mic I'm this morning. I'm having a problem with my mic this morning. I wish you know yeah, very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not We are having a, a late night podcast and it's already... All right. Good? It's good. <laughs> you were like... Back and forth trying to well, So for those it. not th- those who don't have the pleasure of watching uh, these videos, I um, my microphone just started on its hinge, just <laughs> spinning away as oh, I'm well. trying to give this beautiful intro. It was a beautiful intro. You nailed it. There was a lot of energy coming out this evening. It's it's the winter. It's it the is. snow. We're yeah. we're walking in a winter wonderland. I tell you, we certainly seriously. Are. I go away for three days, and what happens to I know, the place? I, know. I mean, it really actually looks totally different. It's, it's so beautiful. It's really beautiful, though, isn't it? It was fun to be on campus. I was yeah. I was visiting the friary just before this, and this, all, all the kids are outside. They're throwing snowballs. They're sledding. Yeah. You know, it's the day before a new semester starts, and it actually is. There's a real fun. Energy it is. It was a blast today. Campus. Yeah. This I actually went into the office before I works. Yeah, today was obviously an off day because of Martin Luther King, but right. uh, nobody was out. I mean, I did not see another body. Nothing had been, <laughs> and the students, I'm sure they were all just like holed up in their room. And then yeah. a couple of hours later, there were hundreds of students. Like everything you can imagine on there were using to, right. to sled, sled, you know. Or, yeah, they're taking garbage. Plastic bags, right. exactly, garbage lids. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh, share, freshman. <laughs> did you ever share the story when I did that a couple of years ago? Like lots of years ago. That you went on okay. a garbage list? Yeah, no. So 20, tw- over 20 years ago, I was in charge of orientation, and it was just like this. It was an orientation night, beautiful on snow. On campus? On campus. Okay. Beautiful snow. So I said, okay, everyone, let's go sledding. So we all went sledding, which was great. But we didn't have sleds, so we're using a cafeteria tray. And I had the great idea of let's try to go down the hill standing up. Oh, yeah. what could possibly go what wrong? What could go wrong yeah. other than a broken color? I, I was going to say, how yeah. many clavicles yeah. were yeah. snapped? Broken, broken. I broke my clavicle. Oh, you broke yours? I broke it, yeah. Oh, at least it was you and it wasn't the student. And then did a total separation of my shoulder, my AC ah. joint. It was awful. But one of the students was funny because I fell. And as soon as I fell, I just knew. I'd, I'd never really broken anything like that. And right. I knew it's like, what just happened has never happened before. <laughs> and one of the students yells kind of, you know, oh, did Father Dave get hurt? And didn't realize that Father Dave did, in fact, <laughs> As the hurt. ambulance yeah, is showing right. up and he's feeling well, really and, bad no, about be, that. Me being stupid, I went ahead and drove myself to the hospital, but that's because I was stupid. But yeah, so you got to be careful out there sledding. That's right. It's knowing, look, nature wants to kill you. It's best to stay inside. You know, I always get a kick out of those who are, there were some uh, students that were going sledding and one was from Michigan and one was from Florida. And the difference on how they were approaching this <laughs> was unbelievable. You know that scene from um, A Christmas Story, the little guy who walks out with so much clothes on. Oh, yeah, right. The, yeah. the gal from Florida looked like that. Yeah, she just, was just... Just covered heads to toe. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it is actually, it's really fun. One of the things I just appreciate is young people being young people, yeah. you know, and just being silly and being fun. So today was a lot of fun on campus. Yeah, and again, classes are starting tomorrow. There's no assignments. There's... Yeah. You know, it's just, it's the first week of school is always really fun, I yeah. think. Yeah, you know? oh, it and, is. Yeah, yeah. And the students are great because no one's gotten, you know, a bad grade yet. So yeah. everybody's, usually they show up to class on yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of like everyone's trying to be impressive. It, it usually lasts for about 10 days. Yeah. But it's a fun 10 days and yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, I, I appreciated your text when I was last, was it last night when I was sharing that it's already started to snow. And I believe you texted saying it's 64 degrees. It was a, it was a chilly 64 degrees yeah. in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. I went to, uh, went to Tampa this weekend, my home away from home. Yes. I saw a lightning game, a Tampa Bay lightning game. Oh, you game did end up on, going. Oh, that's good. 
all by myself. Did you really? I did. So my son, who goes to a Catholic school that we will not name in Kansas, was going to fly out this weekend and join me, as well as my sister and her husband. And I got two tickets for the lightning game. My sister and, and her husband weren't really that into it. So... He wasn't able to come last minute. He was stuck in a snowbank, like somebody was trying oh. to drive him to the airport. Oh, really? Like oh, yeah. literally stuck yeah, in a snowbank? Yeah, like literally had to get towed okay. out of okay. a snowbank. Uh, so at that point, we just gave up, and now it's like kind of getting close to the the, the hockey game. And, I, of course, I tell my sister, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to be all by myself at the game. She's like, so yeah, that's fun. too bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we'll be at the bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've never... I don't even think I've ever been to a movie all by myself. Yeah. Have you ever gone to like a movie by all yourself? All the time. All the time. A good friend of mine <laughs> really? freaks out. He can't believe that I do things like that by myself. Mm. Go out to, yeah. I mean, sometimes when I was traveling, it's, yeah, I've done well, that all kinds of things. I didn't mind, you know, like I've, I think I'm trying to I've gone to I've baseball done. games by myself. See, lots I'm, of times. Lots of times. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you have so few I, friends. But I, I like me. Hey, yeah, there you I, go. I'm great company. The, the pleasure of your that's company. Right, that's right. I'm great company. Well, it was a little weird. I, I guess maybe it's being married and having sure, seven sure, kids. Absolutely. I'm surrounded by absolutely. people all the time. So at first I'm like, this is going to be cool. And then it was a little weird. Like, yeah, they, they, and you know, I'm trying to high five and there's nobody around me. You know I mean? There's yeah, other yeah, people, yeah. but there's clearly a seat. So I ended up, I, um, I had my headphones with me, my like AirPods. So I. <laughs> I started listening to an audiobook. You're pathetic. Well, it was like it was I like I was sitting next that. to somebody who was telling me a very interesting story. Well, you while, are so sad. While, no, it was actually kind of cool. The story, it was a great story. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was um, Cardinal Pell's, you know, journal. Yeah. yeah, I'm just kidding. It was actually about like wizards fighting vampires, yeah. and um, and I'd paused every. It was and it was a great That's game. That's really funny. They won. So, okay. um, it was a close game. They were really winning two to one, and at the end they pulled the goalie, and then they scored, so it was still three to one. That's fine. So that was fun. Uh, Actually, and then, I kind of like going to go into a game by myself, and kind of depending on what I'm feeling, I'll introduce myself. Like I went to a game in Kansas City by myself, baseball game. Yeah. I felt like I was on the Christmas card of the couple next to me. I mean, there were there yeah. were 70s, and we just talked for seven innings. It was just, it was so much fun. Yeah. I had a similar experience. I was in when I was in England studying in England. My favorite soccer team is Chelsea. They're a London team. Mine but, too. Of course. And I was in Birmingham, uh, which is in the middle of the country. And uh, there was a team in Birmingham called Aston Villa. Not a great team. No, but a good team. But, you know, good good blue-collar folk. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have a funny thing when you go to soccer games in England. You actually have to say what team you're rooting for. And you cannot sit... In the right. the uh, the opposite, yeah, they separate them. They, they, yeah. I mean, they're very very specific about that. So, I was just there for the week, and I saw that Chelsea was coming to Aston Villa. I mean, they're literally going to play ten minutes away from where I'm studying, and I had the afternoon off. Everything was lining up, so I buy the ticket, and I've got this like perfect. There's like one seat on like it's not the fifty yard line, but that's I the football it. thing, and that's it's right pitch. in the middle. On it's fantastic on the pitch, right behind the team. It was going to be amazing, and then I had to click a box. Oh no! You will not root for Chelsea. Like I had you were to. In there, I was in, and I and it's like you, you know, you are not a Chelsea fan. If you are a Chelsea fan, click here. And I knew what would happen if I clicked there. I'd be like in the nosebleed yeah, section. Yeah. So I had this real moment of like crisis, and I said. I will not root for Chelsea 
out loud. But in your heart. Well, actually, this is really interesting. So that's what I thought. But then I got to the game, and I sat next to two guys. One of them, I remember his name was Nigel. I don't remember the name of the other guy, but he's so British. And they were like, oh, you know, you're you're from America. I'm like, yeah, I don't know soccer, you know. And, oh, they call it soccer, you know. And um, they're like, we're going to get our butts cleaned because these this Chelsea is so good, and we're at the bottom of the table. Well, you know what ended up happening? Aston Villa won the game. Oh, so it must have been exciting. And yeah, I was yeah. so excited for yes, them. Sir. They were, they're like, you're the good luck charm. You know, yeah. we, and we, yes, actually, I am. we actually had a great time. That's and really I actually cool. felt like, well, you know what? I lived up to my little Okay, but clicking. let me just say in this But is, that was a little different because I was like by myself with people near me. This was like I clearly had an empty but the seat. Thing, the, let me just say that, and we spent some time on sports, but there's something about relationships in sports, you yeah. know, that you can – you can meet somebody that you've never well, like this. I'm serious. This couple that I went to the baseball game, and there were two worst teams. It was the Royal, the, um, the Royals and the Nationals, the Kansas City Royals, and it was not. It was the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, and they were both horrible. And they are. That, I I don't know much about baseball, yeah, but I know the Orioles yeah, are, yeah, yeah. aren't good. But it was just no offense was, to Baltimore. It fans. was delightful. It was. Yeah, it was just fine. And sports does that for you. So we're not just wasting our time talking a little bit about sports. We're trying to bring people together. That's what we do. Which is unlike what took place in the friary. Because everybody, every I friary. I hear the friary is, the friary is devastating. It is. It's tough. But every team that the friars follow this weekend lost. So who, so where do friars root for? Obviously, we have a good friend who roots for the Cowboys. For Cowboys. God bless Father Jonathan. God bless Like him. he didn't even watch the end. He was so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, so so we have Steelers fans. The yeah, Steelers naturally. lost. Right. We have uh, Cowboys fans. The Cowboys lost. Cowboy fans? Um, no, f- fan. Okay, strong sure, fan. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, we but have he, New- he's fierce enough for many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is. We have New England fan. New England lost. So I don't oh, know. Right. I yeah. don't know how the Cardinals they, they play now. They're playing as we speak. So I don't know how they done. If they lose, it's like this was. Do you have Arizona fans? You're looking at one. Oh, I, I mean, the Broncos were... are my favorite team, but my, my but family's... But they, they're not very good, so now you My just... family's been in Arizona for 25, 30 years now. How so. many Cardinal games have you gone to? I was at the Monday night game three <gasps> weeks ago, smarty pants. Nice, good uh-huh. answer. Good yeah. comeback. Good comeback. Yeah, my brother I'm and I actually... It was really fun. It was Sunday afternoon, and this was when I was home because my dad was sick, and um, I, I texted him and I said, you know, let's go to the game tomorrow, because it was stressful, you know. Yeah, yeah. When he was sick, he was still in the hospital at the time. And he goes, that sounds like a great idea. So we literally went on StubHub, got the seats. There were there were nosebleeds. Sure, there were, but, but it was still fun. It was a blast. And you're in Arizona, so that's a good it, Yeah, and it was a beautiful, beautiful that's a good night. Vibe. So yeah, so yeah, I, I like the Cardinals and I'd like I'd like to see the Cardinals go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So but not a good weekend for sports for for the entire Friary. Well, it yeah. was in the right well, kind of in the rice out. There's many rices that root Yeah, the, although the, the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. But I, I got to go. Burgers last game. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's amazing they got that far, to be honest. Yeah, oh, I agree, so, I agree, yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, I was at the, uh, so I went to the Buccaneers game with my sister and her husband, and I didn't have an empty seat. Actually, I randomly, there's a guy that did some work on my mom's house who's a huge Bucks fan. Okay, oh, that's really and cool. his name is Gabor. He's from Hungary. Yeah. I just said, hey, why don't you come? And he was like so excited because oh, he's never that's been to a playoff game. So uh, the four of us were there as, with like, you know, 50,000 other people, yeah. and it was a beautiful day. And they played great. It was a beautiful great. day. They and they I'll tell you, the great. team who played, played great, great, Buffalo. Buffalo. Perhaps the best game. They, I mean, quarterback 21 of 25, 304 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah. And again, I think against the Patriots especially, they, yep. were, they were looking yep. to uh, 
exercise some demons yep. there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so who do you think is going to win the Australian Open since we're on our sports? Uh, Nicholas Tijitvang. Okay. There you go. Because he's go. the only person I know who's playing. I don't even know who that is. He's the guy that they wouldn't let in Djokovic. Australia. And yeah. it's not Nicholas, it's Djokovic. <laughs> but he, Diego they, Djokovic? They, no, it's not Diego. He's from Serbia. What's his first name? Um, What is it? I think it's like Nikolai. It is not Nikolai. He's not a <laughs> Russian. Nikolai. It's Mr. Alexis. T. No. But so uh, what was the other thing? Oh, can we talk a moment? Why didn't you ever tell me about Mandalorian? Dude, I'm so happy for you. Okay, just so you know. I'm so for, happy for, for you. For like two and a half years, Bob says, watch you got to see the show. You've got to so see And I even invited you I over know, to watch a show. Episode. And you were just so I don't know what I don't know what started it. But actually, I think I reached out to you and I said, maybe I'm going to watch it. And you go, please do. Please. I watched the first season over the last about. They're only 30 minutes an episode, so maybe over the last week to 10 days. It is so good. They're about 42 minutes an episode. Well, yeah, but I, I skipped the intro because who needs it? I skipped the recap because who needs it? And I don't watch the The intro is just like, wow, wow. Yeah, boom, boom, but boom, it's boom, really, really good. Oh, it is so good. It's really, really good. I think it's because baby Grogu is wearing off on you. Baby Grogu hangs out in my office. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. you, you look at him every Everybody day and he's looking at you. <laughs> I'll walk in sometime and Tanya, who works in our office, you work, she just keeps me sane. One day she was just holding him, like cuddling with him. <laughs> and I said, are you cold? And she said, no, I just feel like cuddling just with him. I feel like cuddling, like, why cuddling wouldn't baby you? Grogu. That thing is so soft. Now, you didn't see the episode where he dies yet, have you? Oh, never mind. It's shush. Yeah, no, you know. Although, I, I, the one uh, droid at the be at the end yes. of the first season. Yes. Like, no, okay. how, wait, so how far away? Where are you I'm now? through the first season. So oh, my gosh. I, I, I like him. All right, so spoilers, but who? it's definitely it's not. Years, it's definitely yeah. your fault. Dude, that, when he, well, like when he off, died, I, I mean, I guess he didn't die because he's a robot. But man. I don't like him, and then I fall in love with him, and then he, and dies, then he dies five minutes he, later. He melts in the thing. But he, he gives, gives his, his life. life. Yes. I know, I know, I know. Oh, it's so good. So beautiful. It is so, so good. So spiritual. It is. It really is. It really is good, though. It's amazing. I'm so And I'm so happy for you. And I tried to watch WandaVision. Horrible. It's not horrible. So people out there who no, it's horrible. not. It, it is. Horrible. It's kind of acquired. It. I think it's. It's just. Horrible. I think they. People say, "Oh, you need tried to, to do something exciting." People said you need to just keep with it and get like to the eighth episode. It's like I'm not. Gonna There's keep, only eight episodes. I'm, I'm not going to keep with it and go to the eighth episode. It's the. It's a cool show. Whatever. Oh, and Hawkeye was good. I watched. Oh, Hawkeye was very good. Hawkeye, Hawkeye was, was very, very fun. Good. Very very good. Yeah, Hawkeye was quite good. So. All right, so that's it. Nice. Well, I, thanks, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, doing please the, send us an email at no, home. No, 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 we're not done. Oh. I'm doing the, the reading today, so let's <gasps> oh, have the music. Oh, this is exciting. Yep. Can you do it in an accent? Do you do accents? Oh, yes. <gasps> no, I don't. Tell me when to start. <laughs> and go. Okay, last year, the National March for Life was COVID cancellation. This year, it's back, and busloads of Franciscan University students are ready to join thousands of pro-lifers this Friday, January 21st in Washington, D.C. The march is a reminder to lawmakers and society that life is sacred from the very moment of conception to natural death. And this year we'll march with much faith and firm hope that in the June uh, that the Supreme Court will overturn 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that effectively legalized abortion. I will be marching with our students, so if you're at the march this year, please come and march with us and pray with us as we continue uh, to pray for the sacredness of life. Look for us under the Green Franciscan University banner with the verse from the prophet Isaiah, Behold, I formed you in the womb before uh, I before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Wow. And I did so well. But yeah, it is. Um, oh, wait, is that the end yeah, of it? That's the end Wait. Of it. 
Okay, so I wrote actually an op-ed piece on the March for Life. Well, kind of on the March for Life this year. There's obviously a lot of excitement about it, the possibility of the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, which is what, what we want. Right. And. Yes. Well, the thing is, is that's not. That's not the answer. I mean, yes, we want that to happen. That's part of it. But there's some people who think, okay, now that that, that gets turned over, things are going to be better. In fact— Oh, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, in fact, in some ways, depending—because it'll really lead to the various states and what right. they want to do. In some ways, some states it will be—could possibly be worse. Right. And the other is that, you know, w what our prayer is is a greater respect and dignity of, of human life. So— uh, or, or, Again, I want to be clear. I would love RVA to be overturned. Yes. But that's just a part of it. We need to continue to pray for the transformation of individuals' hearts, that, that there's a conversion of hearts. So laws can be changed, but if people's hearts aren't changed, right? You know, there's still, there's still going to be abortion. And, and, and uh, apparently one state, uh, I believe California, has said that they would literally become a sanctuary, that, that if it gets overturned, if you want to have your abortions, come to California, in mm -hmm. which is— I want. I just think we're going to see greater and greater split in 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 states. You right. Know? I think that's a, so. That's actually what I'm excited about. I think that it should Roe v. Wade be overturned. It's a great opportunity for more uh, political engagement at the local level. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, sadly, right now there's kind of it's like all been about well. The president, because the right. president can nominate a Supreme Court and they're the only, you know, it's completely out of the hands of Americans. It's like, well, we don't really care what you think about it. This got passed and that's just the way it is. Yeah. So, no, I, I agree. I think should Roe v. Wade be flipped, it really is the beginning. Because now now you're going to be like, things are going to start. Now you're going to say, too. Yeah. do I have a pro-life governor? Like yeah. you kind of don't. I mean, you, you kind of know about it, but you also are like, eh, it doesn't matter, you know, like on the local level. Do you even know your like state congressman and what mm -hmm. their stance is on it? Probably not because it has nothing to – it's been all federal. It hasn't right, been right, local. Right, right. And so I do think that's a really cool opportunity. Yeah. But, you know, in many ways I think, you know, just in God's providence, like the kinds of things done through um, 40 Days for Life, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. all of – you know, all the, the prayer warriors who are out there, the abortion centers that are closed – the transformation of hearts. I mean, that actually is really, that's kind of the right way to shut things down. Mm -hmm. You know, we mm -hmm. can't rely on the law one way or the other. It really does have to be people. Yeah, it was interesting. When I lived in Europe, there's there's not this, you know, this split, this tension on the pro-life issue because there's just, there's a very small pro-life group yeah. in Europe. It's just kind of everybody, not everybody obviously, but the large, vast majority of people this is just the way it is in Europe, you yeah. know, it just is. So from that perspective, I think, you know, we've got a much more active pro-life group right. in the United States. And, um, but things are going to, you know, if, if RV, again, I pray that RV Wade gets overturned. Um, but it's just, that's just the beginning. We, you know, it's not like we're done and we can hang up our hats and we got right. everything we wanted because it just isn't the case. So RV Wade took the authority out of the courts, Right. Or it, sorry, wait a second. R.V. Wade, it originally was in states. Every state had a different law, <coughs> different laws regarding abortion. R.V. Wade made a universal decision, you know, that this was a constitutional right and therefore state laws don't apply. I'm, I'm asking yeah, if this is right. Yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, in, yeah, some of them. So if Roe v. Is there a way Roe v. Wade could get flipped to the other extreme where they say, 
uh, well, unborn child has a constitutional right, and so therefore no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't well, go that far. You'd need another. You'd need another case to actually come up and and because what what's being presented is really an overturning of R. V. Wade, and it was created that way. Okay, but the, it would be, yeah, <laughs> the court has been too involved in this, but it would not be the role of the court to say, okay, this is overturned, and now this is what the new law is going to be. But you're okay. go, you're going to see you're going to see cases like that. You're going to see cases from pro-life groups that are going to say, we want now a constitutional protection on the unborn. Mm. And that's what, I mean, we're going to see that fight in the next several years okay. if, coming up. So that's a good thing. I mean, that's yeah. a good thing. So, yeah. Um, but, but the other part is that, you know, that in, in some places, I think we're going to see taking off all of the, I mean, any limits of abortion and right. any, any, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, let's just keep it in prayer. Pray for our country. Pray for the unborn. And if you can be there, if you're able to uh, participate in the March for Life, either uh, physically on that day in D.C. I know in other places in the country they have right. small rallies or things, and even just spending time in prayer. Yeah, and I was gonna say maybe point out it's on a Friday this year. Um, maybe it always is, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's on, a, on Monday. a Monday. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Um, but offer. Oh, you a, know when it's on a Monday? It's on a Monday when there's an inauguration. Okay. Okay. When every every four years. Okay. So offer a prayer and maybe fasting for for the cause. Yeah. For that day. Amen. All right. One of the, actually, I think this is true for both of us. Yeah. One of our favorite feasts is coming up. Yes, Timothy and Titus. No. Conversion, Conversion of, of Saint Paul. Paul. Yeah. 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 That that too. That too. That too. Yeah. We'll talk about Timothy and Titus next week because that'll be next Wednesday. Can we have a, a preview of what else we're going to talk about next week? My birthday. I remember when you were a kid. I know. You're going to be 50. I know. But we'll save that for, we'll just talk about that the entire time. Or the Buccaneers winning, which is what I also hope we'll talk about next time. Mm. Oh, you know what? Did you see the end? Let's go back to, all I wanted to do was talk about I sports. Know, I know. He says at the beginning, can we just talk about sports the whole time? Well, you know, it's funny. We're talking about legalism and we might cut this. This is really down the rabbit's path. Did you see the end of the Dallas game? I did. So I was just thinking of this because we were talking about British people. Um, something that the when I when I was in England, they pointed out to me frequently was how litigious Americans are. And you just don't realize that in your own culture. Sure. And um, they said, you're just litigious about everything. And they said, that's why you like football. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, football is all about rules and referees and instant replay because even in like their soccer they like yeah, yeah. fought instant replay forever they hated the idea of instant. you know like in soccer there's a clock but you know it gets and to 90 clock, minutes it's like, oh, we'll keep playing well, the night, and then they'll hold it beside me like an additional three minutes which is just random and it won't even necessarily like he'll kind of look at his watch but if the other team is about to score he'll be like oh let's see what's going to happen here like yeah. like they really are not there's certainly rules, but it's just not as crazy in America. When I saw the end of the Dallas game, it hit me. This is exactly what British people were talking yeah. about. The last 15 minutes of the Dallas-San Francisco game was they went for it. He got a knee. They placed the ball at a certain place. They bring out the chains. They measured it. It wasn't the right distance. Instant replay from New York called in. They remeasured it. They brought out the chains again. You know, and like the whole thing ended with like running out of time. I mean, like the last 15 minutes was just like yeah. people talking about referees and even Tony Romo was like, no, 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 the referee has to touch the ball first. And then, and then there was that whole thing about 
them throwing stuff at the referee and Dak Prescott didn't exactly think that was not. He thought that that was probably a pretty good idea. Which oh wait, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, they 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 said, what do you think about him throwing? And he said, you know, they have the right to do that. They were throwing stuff at the ref. The the players were. I, I mean, think the, he was just upset. He was upset. I think he was just he was an upset, upset moment. He was upset. So I thought that brought in sports and legal. Yeah, but I'm not sure how we got there from conversion of St. Paul, but I'm sure that that there was a, a segue there that I missed. Yeah, you did. Okay, okay. But we'll just go back to it. Yeah, let's see. Um, but no, it's, you know, I was thinking that we, um, Bob and I debated last year that we had talked about uh, our conversion stories on mm-hmm. the Feast of St. Paul. I don't think we did. Bob thinks maybe we did. But one of the things I was reflecting on is this this idea of conversion. Well, first off, one of the things that when we talk about conversion, I think some people really love the fact that they've got this major conversion story, you know, mm-hmm. being a drug dealer. And, and that's just not most of our conversion stories. But that one of the things I was thinking during this year, like what would be the experience of conversion that I've had in this last year? Hmm. You know, conversion is is not just a singular event, but right. it's that we as Catholics believe that it's this process. That's and that's, and that's a particular Franciscan charism. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, ongoing conversion. What do we like to call that? Ongoing conversion. Some people call it metanoia, but that's okay. Not in America. Not in America, only in Greece. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but just the, you know, I'm, I think one of the things that, um, yeah, given the circumstances and situation of the last year that I've probably experienced conversion of is, and I know that we don't have a lot of control over a lot of things. There's this image that we have control, but maybe more, I don't know, dangerous to say more than ever, but with everything going on in COVID and just, yeah. you know, things that happened in my family's life, you just don't have a lot of control. Yeah. You know, there there has to be this, the surrender and and trusting that God is present in the midst of no matter what our circumstances. And, and you know, I, three or four times in the last year, it's like, oh, thank goodness that COVID is over. And it's like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> and just this, I guess, giving up control, but also a sense of perseverance that when, when you pay attention to the scriptures, so oftentimes it speaks of the necessity of perseverance. So that yeah. that too, this this desire to want a quick fix, the desire to want to wash my hands of okay, that's done and move on. But yeah, the spiritual life is just continuing to to, to step by step. I was going to use the word struggle, but that's kind of what it feels like in the last yeah, year. Right. But that's a part of it, I think. Yeah. What have you seen in your own life? I mean, obviously your, your dad's passing is too close to probably yeah, yeah, get yeah. any sense of it. But even just when you think about before your brother died and now, you know, I mean, where where have you seen that kind of, obviously struggle, but conversion or fruit? Is that too yeah. raw to talk no, about? No, or is no, that... I mean, you know, it, it's interesting. On, on one level, you know, the, the scriptures talks about uniting our suffering with Jesus, which which is obviously what I've, I've tried to do. And what I, I have experienced that. But honestly, Bob, I've experienced it more with people, hmm. you know, just— there's a there's a line I think it was about from the movie Babette's Feast and this this one woman I think I probably talked about it. I don't know. It was the a, a wealthy very wealthy woman and she had somebody working she was like the maid or something like that and and she was sharing with her what her struggle was and, and the woman the the wealthy woman said um oh you you know what happened this happened to you and she said I don't know the fact but I know the feeling hmm. and that's in, in many ways that's what I've experienced over the last you know, 13 months is people who've reached out to me and they don't know exactly the details, but you know, when somebody suffered because there's that same right. feeling. I mean, even when you and I went out to dinner the other night and just being able to talk about our dads and you sharing your dad and, 
And there was just something that was very, I mean, intimate and beautiful and vulnerable. So I think that's one of it is that other people suffering and, and, and encountering and engaging them in that and in that uh, finding the Lord's presence in that in, in those relationships. Yeah, it's not a it's not like a club you necessarily want to be a part of, but I think when, No, but a part that everybody is. Yeah. Eventually, you know, it just is. I had an experience like that, not not just with my dad, but I remember um when we first got married. You and I um, are married. No, right. Sorry. When Jenny and I first okay, got married. I was going to say, I, I missed, totally <laughs> missed that. That's another legal battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, when Jenny and I first got married, uh, we immediately got pregnant and had a miscarriage. And it was in the second trimester. I mean, we had to do a DNR. It was a very, mm-hmm. very, very, very mm-hmm. painful time. And maybe it was just because, you know, this is before really the internet and, you know, people talking about things. But, like, we didn't know. I didn't know people had miscarriages. Or I guess I knew yeah, it of happened. Course. right. But I just didn't think it happened a lot. And, you know, sadly, you I learned that if you have a big family, you're going to have miscarriages. Like that's just sadly, you know, really, really, mm-hmm. you know, God willing not, but that's a, so very, many people do. Right. a very common thing. And suddenly in the midst of that suffering, so it's almost like a secret world. <laughs> so I don't know yeah, how to explain yeah, yeah, it, yeah. but there's like it just opened up so many doors in conversations with people, you know, where – all the pretense drops, all the status drops, and it's, yeah, I've, I've been there. Oh, mm-hmm. we, yeah, mm-hmm. we had that, you know, we've had that a few times, you know, and, um, and there's something very human in those moments, you know, where you realize that, you know, even in our, you know, we talk about early sports, you know, it's kind of fun to get united in something joyful and something fun, but there's also a lot of unity and sadly, in suffering. Yeah, and that's what I, I, one of the quotes of John Paul I loved that he said, you can tell the individual who suffered. He said, there's, there's a strength about them and, and um, being able to persevere and work their way and, and struggle through that. And, and that's been, yeah, that's been my, yeah, it's been my experience. But the other thing that's, like you said, and it just really struck me that all of the other stuff goes away, you yeah. know, titles and how long you've been walking this. I mean, Bob, I got some of the most lovely, precious emails from students and, mm-hmm. and they're, they're so, they're so sweet and so thoughtful. And, you know, so many of them say, I'm only a student, but like, I remember one, I'm only a student, but, but my dad passed away a couple of years. And yeah, if you ever want to talk about it, yeah, there's something, there's, there's a connection that takes place in that. So that's probably been the biggest yeah, the biggest area is just encountering the Lord's presence in other people, yeah, just being present to me. So yeah, that's been pretty powerful. Well, and that ties into conversion. I mean, right? It's 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 part of the gift, I think, of the the Christian, which is um, death doesn't end. Oh, absolutely, you know, like it's like death leads us to resurrection. I mean, I even you know, look back on either of those moments of the numerous miscarriages we ended up having or my, or my father passing away and um, how the Lord brings light into that. And the Lord, you know, doesn't, yeah, death is usually the total destruction of all things. Right. And yet right. and, in, in and, and Christ, I, it's different. Right. And that, that is the conversion is that we don't, as Christians, we don't have to explain it away. We don't have to have some trite, why does this right. happen? You know, if our salvation comes you know, through the death of a son, yeah, through the death of a son and uh, and a friend, and obviously the, the 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 Christ, but 
that that we can find him in this yeah. and we and and even in that just the the pain and the suffering that that we feel in the midst of all of this Christ felt the same you know i i found myself praying a lot about his encounter with um Lazarus you know that that his weeping was real yeah. you know i he had the distinct advantage of being able to say <laughs> you know come out of the tomb right right uh, but but that that that's real, and um, but the fact that he, even though he knew he was going to do that, he still wept. Like he, right. like because he could have just said, "Hey, everybody, you know, chill out, relax, don't don't cry. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Watch this." Yeah, you know, and he didn't, he didn't skip over the very thing that I think all of us are desperate to, to skip. Him. Right, right, right. The connected you know, just, him with his. He just he like just stood there and wept with everybody, yeah, yeah. and he just allowed that moment to happen. Uh, yeah, 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 and. And there's something again beautiful and intimate and sacred, and and I could see. I mean, I could see where uh, the other could be true as well. You know, there's been times in the last thirteen months I've been angry. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. I mean, I I'm okay with that. And the Lord, I think honestly, the Lord's okay with that because yeah. it's honest and it's real and it's it's like I know that we need to work through this. Oh. But my, my little brother tells a story that he went to. There's a beautiful church near my mom's place at uh, All Saints and. Or maybe it wasn't at El Saints. It doesn't matter where it was. But uh, he said if there was anyone else in the chapel, they got a little show because he said Jesus and I had it out, you yeah. know. And that's so healthy. It's yeah. so it's holy, yeah. you know, to be honest and, and to be authentic with the Lord. So. And I think particularly us for, you know, who have a life of faith. I know I've struggled with this. I certainly struggled with it with the first, mis- you know, miscarriage was this feeling of, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've given my life to you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This isn't, you know, I... I'm a youth man, you know, I, I'm devoting my life, like, this isn't supposed to happen to me, you know, like, and, and we want to feel, I mean, it's that, I mean, not that this is what I fell into, but it's tempting to fall into a health and wealth gospel of, you know, if you just love Jesus, Jesus, he's going to take care of you. He suffered. You don't have to. And instead it's that, you know, I, I heard, um, and it was just surprising to me. First of all, the word passion actually means suffering. We've mm-hmm. changed it in our culture because of the love that Jesus showed. And compassion is to suffer with. And when it says the Lord shows us his compassion, the the actual language is the Lord is suffering with us. That's how much he cares for us. I mean, it's one level of caring to take away our suffering. Right, right. But that's still pretty distant, right? To say I'm actually going to enter into yeah, your yeah, suffering yeah, yeah. is kind of mind-blowing yeah. to be honest because i i don't want to enter into other people's suffering yeah, yeah. I just, but but you will i will you do it all the time yeah. because with your kids yeah i mean that's what love does is love invites us into that and love says i would have it no other way i mean yeah you True. just wouldn't is i should know who this was but i was I, recently in the last not that long it was i think it was a saint but it was he was saying you know something bad had happened it's yeah. like lord why did you do this? Why did you allow this? And he heard the Lord say, take it for what it's worth. He heard the Lord say to him, mind your own business. <laughs> and it was like, and it, it totally shocked him. It's like, seriously, I mean, it's not mine to decide yeah. who lives and dies. So he just, right. I, I just found this, the, the whole anecdote very funny, very yep. interesting. So, Amen. yeah. So, but the conversion is always possible. And, and the day that the day that we're done with conversion is probably the day that we've been dead for about a week. That's right. Amen. So, yeah, yeah, just be sure of of our prayers for everybody, right? Yeah, especially on the uh, conversion of one of the great saints. I think it's the only only saint day like that, right, where we celebrate somebody's conversion? That's a really good question. 
I, I can't. I can't, yeah, think, I can't of think of another one. I can't think of another one. Although you and I are never the best at that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't think of any other. Nikolai Donovic. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I hope he wins the French Open. I hope he. Oh. oh. <laughs> right, did you pray or did I do it last week? Um, I don't remember. Go for it. All right. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have compassion on us, that you not only want to show us your power, but you want to show us your love. And in that love, you enter into these moments of suffering, these moments of difficulty. Moments of conversion. Moments of conversion. Mm-hmm. You bring it, you bring fruit in these moments when we give them to you. We pray in a special way for anybody who's really suffering right now, who's hearing uh, what we're sharing and... Uh, maybe is even just in a dark place is wondering why you would do such a thing or allow such a thing. And Lord God, we just ask that you would give hope in that moment. Um, conversion is a grace of the Holy Spirit. It's not something we can pull ourselves up by on our bootstraps. And so we just rely on you, Lord God. In our weakness, you are strong. So Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would come into those cracks, those areas, those difficult parts of our life, those parts where we're seeing death and bring your resurrection, those Good Fridays that we're going through that we would have hope in the Easter Sunday that always follows because of your love and your compassion and your grace. So please be with all of us and all those who are watching and listening in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have a good week, Bob. Hey, thank you. And and thanks for just being open and sharing about stuff like that. Amen. It's a good thing. Feel free to send us an email at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. Pray for the unborn this Friday. Fast. And if you can, see us in Washington, D.C. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs> and go Nikolai. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what is it? Is it? I want to say Javon. It's not Javon. It's something. Noah. Is it Noah Djokovic? Noah? <laughs> <laughs>